Six of Grizzled. I'm Gus Purdy, coming to you from the Soda. basement out here in the middle of Minnesota. Soda. I have a very special guest on the show today. My mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom. All right. So, and this is actually very exciting because this is the first person I've ever had on the podcast where I interview them. Okay. So I'm game. You're game. I'm honored. Well, I don't 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 hold your say don't hold your breath. No. No. Moms, moms are the my, well. I think moms are generally encouraging, but my mom is probably one of the most encouraging ladies in the entire world. Oh, thank you. Well, I could, I could, uh, I could tie my shoes, and you would probably compliment me on my. Yes. I could end up being a serial killer, no. and you would fr- she, <laughs> you would frown on me killing people. Y- yes. But. You might compliment me on my skill at Well, I would say, what, might, what did they oh, do? Wow. To, You'd say, what ingenuity? <laughs> and what did they do to drive you Speaking to of it? serial killers, did you, did you hear about that teenager who... He killed kids, and then he... But he said he was copying Dexter. Oh, that's horrible. Even though I am a fan of the Dexter <laughs> she show. She loves Dexter. I don't know if you know this. Dexter is was a really good series but anyway at, back to Kala. back to Kala. so uh she went from Kala to genie whistle uh to dutu to dutu wa um less and okay now why less all right so this, well, so this, so this is the good story all right so why is she called less um there was a football coach at the school in Napa. Are we allowed to say? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. And he would always say, nah, playing, nah. Mm, like a James Cagney kind of character. Yeah, you do it better than I do. Ah, uh, say. Uh, uh, we got to get out there and play some football. Uh. Uh. So when... Genie whistle. And what was his? You can just give his first name. Les. <laughs> Lester, yeah, Les. And so when Kala Genie whistle doo when she meows, she goes rawr, rawr, rawr. and so then she became Les. <laughs> yeah, because when you do, when you call her, you say Kala. <laughs> yeah, Kala, you want to eat? <laughs> does she like to eat? Yes, yeah, she does like to eat. And she steals food from Mr. Hendricks, who is our other family cat. You like cats? I love all living animals. I would love to. Would you Would you take my dog if you could? Well, yeah, sure. See, yeah. 
Well, was Mr. Hendricks your cat? Yeah, that was my cat that you took. Well, he needed to stay. Well, with but you me. all, but you insisted that I was going to like leave him in the road. Yeah. To get run over. Well, because he's never seen the outdoors. So he's the John Travolta bubble boy kitty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, what was it? The boy in the plastic. The boy. Bubble? The boy in the plastic bubble. Dookie. Dookie. All right. So um, one of the things that I wanted. I'm getting the hurry up signal here from my mom. She's waggling her finger saying, which is ironic considering how she tells stories, which is, I never. picture a large racetrack <laughs> and how long it might take a car to get from the beginning to the end, back around again. <laughs> That's generally how her stories go, which is probably where I get my ambling from. <laughs> All right. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today is something that you're very passionate about. As far back as I can remember, there was well, there were there was a few constants in my life, but one that was always there uh, was Lucille Ball, more specifically Lucille Ball playing Lucy Ricardo, formerly Lucy McGillicuddy, mm-hmm. on the popular sitcom I Love Lucy. All right, so first off, let's let's start. Let's go with uh, when did you first start watching that show? I started watching it in San Leandro, California, in the oh my goodness, probably nineteen fifty nine. So that's giving you a lot of information of my era. When you were born in fifty six. Yep. Okay. So I was three. You were three years old when you started watching. Yeah, and mix that up with Captain Satellite and Romper Room, and Captain Kangaroo. So I guess that was a well-rounded viewing for a child. Um, yeah. So that Lucy has always been something that I watched, and even to this day, I still laugh. And then I've passed that on to my kids. So what did you did you seek it out or was someone else watching it? Because you have to be three years old and to it was see probably on TV. Just on, because yeah, what there was what all of three channels. Yeah, <laughs> and and TV was not something you just parked yourself. In but were of. but were they were they reruns at that point? Because they because they, yeah. it originally it aired what in the forties? No, or no early 50, early fifties. I think I think it ended up being done like in nineteen sixty. Mm-hmm. But um, so was that they had that show? Was that for their first show, or did they have like a variety? Or did the variety show come after the session? They had the variety show, and then also um, some of the filming techniques that um, Desi Arnaz, aka Ricky Ricardo, um, put into place are still being used today. He was really an innovator, and they owned their own studio, the Desi Lou. Desi Lou, right? Mm-hmm. And they they uh, filmed all sorts of shows. Um, well, because they went to they were one of the first shows to go to like the two camera yep. system, right? Because prior to that was just one. Yep. And weren't they, weren't they also one of the first sitcoms to have? Who's blinging you? My, my yeah. sister. Yeah, you have sister. Um, She's texting you. Mm-hmm. Does she texts now. Yep. No, she doesn't. Yep. When did that? We're start? all about the iPhone now. Oh, she. Oh, cause when uh, we have emoticons and everything. I still haven't gotten on board oh. with that. So anyway, yes, 
so from California, lived in Florida, watched I Love Lucy. Southern California, I Love Lucy. So what So what drew you to it? Because I'm sure there's a lot of funny kind of stuff on... She... Because, I mean, Captain Kangaroo was on... But, I mean, I know that was a talk show, but, like... Captain Kangaroo was a great show for kids. Um, but so what What about Lucy? Because she's funny. <laughs> you know? She's funny. She gets herself locked in the freezer. Um, and, and, and in the end, no matter what, she and Ricky always ended up being in love with each other. So it's just, how can you not feel good watching Lucy? Well, and, and I know you you often frequently talk about wishing you had kind of lived in a different time. Era, yes. Yes, I very much would have liked to have lived with the white picket fence and uh, when things were a little slower and more gentle. Did you feel that things... Do you think by the time you came around, things had started to speed up quite a bit? Yes, and because I had older siblings, you know, it was the Vietnam War, uh, the whole different counterculture, and your grandfather, my dad, you know, at uh, World War II, Korean War survivor, that caused a lot of uh, angst. But anyway, I'm digressing. Yes, I guess I'm on that racetrack. Yeah, a lot of things changed. But I've always wanted to live in a small town. Well, I mean, for the most part, Napa, I guess technically was a small town. Oh, it was. I mean, then it was, right? Yes, yes. As a young, yes, as a child. It's just boomed. Well, and it's still small in comparison to some. Yeah. Uh, if you could live anywhere, where would you want to live? Where no money is no... Yeah, where if you could just choose. Probably. Like, where would you, where would you rest your bones? Probably the Russian River or Stenson. So ocean or river. Maybe somewhere in between the two. Yeah. Yeah. You know. How about you? I'm I'm enjoying. I like Minnesota quite a bit. I'd probably want we. I, you know, probably not here, in this central part of it. Maybe a little bit further north, where it gets a little bit more woodsier, near the Great Lakes. Now, as I always say. I will. So I will have a summer home here on the lake. Mm-hmm. And then I will, when it gets too cold, I will go warm. Warm. I will go speaking to the well, microphone. Well, you're peeking out here. Whoops. You, you, you said you had a comfortable spot I, for I it. No, I had And now, like, well, you don't have to hold it like it's a lollipop, but I mean... All right, well, listen, isn't this a rapper? Yeah, we're coming up to it. Okay, so just real quick before we go. So I love Lucy. like it because it's funny, simpler time. 
facial expressions, the antics, but then it always has a nice little wrap up at the end and where they truly you love the, each you other. They love each other. Um, so I already know what it is, but would you describe your favorite episode <laughs> of the show for all five of my listeners? <laughs> well, I don't know because you and I are pretty good at bantering back and forth, but it's got to be. <laughs> Vita Vegemin. Vitamina Vegemin? Yeah, you Okay, gotta... so let's describe describe Vitamina Vegemin. Okay, what, uh... so Lucy wants to interview, interview, uh, audition for a commercial, and Ricky... Because she, uh, she, she, she always, wants to break yeah, into show business. She, and he'll never give her a break. So um, she tells the real person that was the real actress that was supposed to be on the commercial, oh, we don't need you anymore. And so then she sneaks down and she gets it all right. And Wait, she tells the girl that? Yeah, she tells the girl, oh, goodbye, Mr. Ricardo won't need you anymore. So then she goes in the studio. She's got it down pat. She's bubbly. Can I stop you? What? You forgot... Because she's trying to show Ricky that she can be on television. You're right. So she takes the, te- she employs the help of Fred, who was her landlord. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she's trying to convince Ricky Rickardo that she can do this. And so she says, Fred, come on, you, you have to help me out here. Make sure Ricky's up at the apartment and I forget which time. So she takes out, yeah, the whole works, the whole thing. And she's inside the TV. The box. The box. And so Fred and Ricky are there and, and Fred says, there's a real good show coming on right about now. And Ricky looks at his watch. Oh, yeah, right. At 20 minutes to 3 in the afternoon. And so <laughs> the shade pulls up on the TV and she goes, It's the Ricky and Lucy Ricardo show. And then she drops the package of cigarettes because you used to be able to advertise cigarettes. Well, they weren't they they were sponsored by oh, Philip yeah, Moore. Philip right? Moore. They had the well, it's probably not a socially correct term anymore, but a, the the little, the little person, person in like the bellboy yeah. uniform yeah. Uh, would come out and yeah. say, Paul call for, for, for Philip Moore. Yeah. And they were just chimney. Chim- just they. Chim- I mean, they had a they yeah. had a. And when I was a smoker, like. Well, obviously not when I was a kid. I didn't I wasn't a smoker when I was a kid. I hope not. Well, no. Uh, but when I became a smoker, and you could probably relate as you were a former smoker, but you would see, anytime you'd watch a show where someone's smoking a cigarette, you'd oh, that looks... Oh, that's dandy. That, doesn't that look... Uh, you know, like watching a show like Mad, Mad Men, Men, where they're just... Just puffing Lighten away, and you're like, away. well, isn't that just, and that was, isn't that just a lovely age where, you know, <laughs> you no one it. knew anything about, you didn't die you didn't from, die that people knew about, but anyway, watching the, you know, they just have a box, a, a cigarette, a, yeah, like yeah. just a box, and then like a really a big, cool, big huge lighter. lighter, okay, so, so our cigarette falls out, falls out, and he's, <laughs> Ricky says, Oh, I did 3D television. <laughs> third, third yeah. And she gets mad and he goes, Oh, well, let me fix it. Oh, no, no. He's a. He's a I'm doing this as lousy. Fred, I don't think the show's so hot. I'm going to see what. And then she, you know, she, she yells. 
<laughs> she, she says, he says, this is a louse. And he goes to turn, turn it. it. She goes, get away from this. Now stop that. Now go sit down. Go sit down. And then he plugs it in. It's all the sparks. And she says, what are you trying to do? Barbecue. Barbecue me. And then he says, where are all the... Where's all, the unit? Where's the unit? She said, unit? Yeah. Parts. You mean it comes out all oh, in one piece? Yes, it comes all, all in one piece. piece. So then she goes to the studio. She um, is, perf- you know, doing it perfectly. But unbeknownst, the um, vitamin supplement, what was it, like 40 proof? It was a lot of alcohol. It was like it was pure alcohol. Because, I, I mean, and like... Like we have nowadays, I mean, it seems like as long as there's been um, someone to buy something, it seems like some, you know, like a snake oil yeah. salesman. So it was like this thing that promised to make you feel yeah. well, and it makes you feel on top of the world because yeah. you get loaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, are you unpopular? Do you pop out at parties? Well, answers is in this little bottle. This bit a lot, little bottle. A little, but, okay, so so she says you take one teaspoon every day or twice After a every day. meal or whatever yeah. yeah it's so tasty too just like candy because <laughs> <laughs> she, she can't get it down at first yeah because right? it's ooh. and then she keeps belting it back and it it's hot in here joe yeah it's a, <laughs> are, a you, are you are you are you okay miss mcgillicuddy huh what what <laughs> okay Oh, I'm fine, but this it's is awfully, awfully hot here. You're a perfect gentleman. You're, thank you, sir. You're perfe- You've been the perfect And then gentleman. they said, you better go lie and down. take lie Get down. <laughs> so then it's time for uh, her to come on the, go on the air. They can't find her. She's wandering around the stage. She sees Ricky up there singing away in a some uh, ballad. Cuban yeah, uh, and she looks uh, at him with love-filled eyes. Hi, Fred. Hi, Ethel. Hi. This is your beanie bite of beanie batter beef. And then he's like, oh, "Yeah, very okay. funny, funny, funny." Hi, this is your beanie beanie beef. And then he picks her up over. His and that was it. That was. I it. bet she had a headache the next day. Right, you think? Well, actually. Um, because I do know these things, it was um, syrup, like maple, or yeah. just like or like, yeah. cane, like log yeah. cabin. Yeah. Um. Now, what? What did your children buy for you one year? My wonderful children purchased me the entire, the entire, entire set. run, and entire run with extra island. footage and all the a couple episodes and couple of them, couple of them. Yeah, and it's in a beautifully embellished, nice box with a heart and a nice case. Now, approximately of these nine seasons worth of episodes, yes, roughly how many do you watch? Oh, I've watched it all the way through several oh. times, but I always pull my oxtail. What's the oxtail stump? That's when they buy, buy they, a freezer. Yeah, they've got the freezer. Now, and regardless, <laughs> despite having the entire run of the show. On DVD. Yes. What do you insist? Oh, I get so excited when it's on real TV. So it's on real TV. Now, why don't you, because this is a good story, why don't you tell, because what time was it? 
this is going back a few years, but when what time did the what was it the Hallmark Channel? Yeah. What time did they initially have it on? Oh, it was just a ridiculous. No, no, no. Originally, before they changed, uh, it was on a where we could watch. We could it. watch it, and then they moved it to what? Three a.m. Okay, so now tell. What did you do in response? I wrote a letter. I said that that was they needed to switch it back so people could watch the show. Who's up at three a.m.? Did they switch it back? Well, actually, they did. They did. They switched it back. They actually did. So now, as an extra bonus for me, Uh I can watch "I Love Lucy" while I'm riding the bike at the gym. How could you start your day any better? Uh, how many people do you think wrote in about I Love Lucy? I don't know, but I told my friend Kelly <laughs> You're to... Good. Yeah. Have you become a letter writer? Yeah, sure. Because what else have you written a letter about? Like like a complaining letter. <laughs> or like a, let me bring this to your attention. Uh, well, actually... When my son was playing football, and they always only focused on the other uh, high school, even though his high school was the better team, I wrote a letter to the editor. Then, right? Yes, yeah. then. And then let's see, what else? Um, oh, I wrote a nice letter to the editor. About what? About the beautiful uh, flower field of flowers. What about to the library? What about what did I do to the library? Because oh, I did. <laughs> what was your beef with the well, library? Uh, hello, they're checking out video games. They're wasting my tax dollars, <laughs> and they're supplying children with video games. Now there's a whole selection of nice books, and they did that. Yeah, I did write them a letter. <laughs> did they ever respond to you? They said that they had to be balanced. <laughs> I didn't like that one bit. Well, it kind of defeat. So, how do you feel about how do you feel about library? I mean, libraries carry films. That's okay. But it's the video games. Well, yes. Don't you think reading is one of the most wonderful gifts? I think it's one of the best things in the entire world. Okay. But I'm and, biased. But don't and do you think children need to be glued to those things? No, but well, I you know, I think it's like anything in life if you have some balance. Well, cuz just cuz I liked playing video games didn't mean I didn't like reading. I always <laughs> found time to read. <laughs> but what would your mother say about that? Well, I would the, sneak the read yeah. cuz I would be late. <laughs> I'd have the a flashlight. Yeah. Well, now my daughter's doing that. <laughs> there you go. I think she just keeps hitting the glow worm, <laughs> that it lights up, so she could read oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't wake up at three in the morning. Well, oh, I was a fiver. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, and one one last thing. Why don't you talk a little bit about your Lucy memorabilia? Oh, my goodness. Um, I have her Vita Vita Vegemin doll. I have the William Holden's, uh, where she caught her nose on fire, not her real nose. Uh, what's the other doll I have? Do you have the, the giant headdress one or the Tropicana? Yeah, like the, 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 the he- 
Yeah, where she fell down. The so you have a total of three dolls? Yes, but I have a license plate. I have a picture. I have a whole shelf filled a with... A shrine. It is. And I just love it. And that, and that's like the one, your one, you talk about wanting to meet that. <gasps> oh, when I go to heaven, I, I'm i going to ask God to please, could I just go and sit by her for a minute? You're going to call in a favor? Yeah. Just that you'll say, I'll, I will sit on the outskirts of heaven if I, for uh, the, for all eternity. No, I wouldn't go that far, but I just would like to chat. What, what would her. you, what would, what, what if God was like, all right, Deborah. <gasps> And then I could. But I, oh. what are you willing to trade? Mm. Keep in mind, you don't have any possessions on you. Yeah, I don't have any possessions. So, so. what are you going to say? Well, I would just say. You're <laughs> do, you, do you think God barters? Yeah, I'd say. In heaven? Yeah. I'd well, say, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to let you sit. There she is over there. Oh. But oh. it's going to cost you. I, I would say you're a loving God that wants your children to be happy. And he said, well. <laughs> Well, don't break my dream. Did you say don't rape my dream? I said don't break, oh, break, break, break. I was like, geez, you really got real there. For break, a break, break, break. So that's it. Bit of So what? What's that other one I like? I can't leave, tell that story. I can't leave all this. All right. So as far as, and I haven't, I haven't seen every episode, but yes, the, you have. No, well, not that I. So there was an episode. <clears throat> There was a, there was an arc in the series where uh, Ricky gets cast in a Don Juan picture, a, a, a beaning movie. I'm using old timey vernacular because yes. on the show they always you're going to be in a picture. picture. So he gets cast in this Don Juan movie. So they're out in L.A., which works for Lucy because she's just Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. They're star crazy, and the Mertzes go with them for some reason. I don't know why they travel with their landlords, but to the. So they're living there, and then Ricky is working on a movie, and they want to. Lucy and Ethel want to get some autographs, or look at some um, stars. stars. So they go to the Brown Derby restaurant, which is it? Was that fictional or? Does, no, that's real. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't exist anymore. I don't think. I don't think. I think so. it got torn down. So they're there, and. And what's neat about the restaurant, and I always, uh, yeah, I always thought that that was cool, is that they had like caricatures of the actors on the wall, and there was one actor who had a really long schnoz, so it was like uh, two Jimmy Durant, Jimmy Durant. So they had two um, picture frames for his schnoz. But anyway, they're there, and they're um, they're eating. And they order uh, Marco Marco Polo, pot. Yeah. What is it? It's a type of pasta dish, which I so because I'd saw I'd seen that. When we went to that restaurant, JJ's, when JJ's was open, I ordered that. And I remember eating it. I was like, I don't like this. Why did I? <laughs> why why the hell did that? I order this? Because it had like walnuts and Ew. stuff in it. When you're a kid, Ew. you're like, mm, okay, great. Walnuts. Might be pretty good oh, now. Oh, what do you do? Um, so anyway, they're there and William Holden walks in. And what kind of stuff has he been in? Because I'm not familiar with like his... I you can't used to, think of it off the... Uh, back when... AMC used to be American movie classics, classics, so they would actually show classic yeah. movies and not movies and from the eighties, but it would be actual like from the 40s. from the yeah thirties forties. So you'd have you know uh, Casablanca and um, yeah oldies classics. Yeah, but anyway, Hush, William. Sweet oh yeah, Betty Davis, Dookie. Yeah, um, Dookie. By the way, is not referring to poop; it's referring no. to a uh, spooky. Spooky. So anyway, 
William Holden comes into the restaurant and Lucy and Ethel lose it and and he's trying to eat. He's trying to yeah, he's having a cig, he's having a drink, he's just trying to relax. And Lucy keeps staring at him and she's actually like parting the plant that partitions the booths. And uh so he decides to put, you know, to turn the t- He says, "I'm going to turn the tables." And so he just starts staring at her, and he's like resting his chin in his hand. He's just kind of gazing at her, and she's like trying to eat. It's like, you know, and it is uncomfortable when you can tell someone's staring at you. And so she's sitting there, and she's trying to eat, and so she's twirling the fork around the the, uh, the pasta, and it just won't stop. So Ethel has to take a pair of, what are they, nail scissors? Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Scissors. She takes them out, and she starts cutting the pasta. And it's a great visual gag, and, you know, Lucy's got a mouthful. Of pasta and like trying to daintily, and so she finally just gets fed up. She says, "She says, come on, we're leaving." And Fred, and Fred's a pinch penny. Yeah. He's a tight fist on the show, and he says, "I can't leave all this good food." And she says, "Well, put it in the bag. I gotta get out of here." And, and then they go to leave, and that's where she knocks like cake or whatever onto William Holden. On his tray, but, it's yeah. a great episode. Yeah. Um, so if you've never seen the show I Love Lucy, check it out. It's it's really it was it was ahead of its time and I think that's probably why it's still on. I mean Oh, yeah, in all different countries. And they also um you know, they're also one of the first shows that had uh marital beds pushed together. Yeah. You know, because prior to that yeah. it was separate beds and they had because at first it wasn't one big bed, it was, it was two, two separates that had been pushed together, yep. but then in later um, also, um, they couldn't use the word pregnant. Oh, and so they did they say family li- uh, Expecting. Expecting. Uh-huh. And, um, she actually was pregnant with her, um, her daughter. Yeah. Um. But then they brought in the little, and where did, they ended up settling in Connecticut on the show, right? Yep. Yeah. Cause that's where Lucy. Yeah. And there's a great episode with a barbecue. The barbecue. Or and the wedding. hen eggs, wedding. Yeah. It's uh, Fred wearing pajamas to a party. It's it's just a feel-good show. And oh, what I started to say is Ellen DeGeneres, um, Carol Burnett, um, Gilda Radner. A lot of the female com- comedians uh, followed her. You know, she like paved the way. For women, because she was a powerhouse, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. And I mean, she really she had a lot of creative control over what when the show. Plus, plus, I thought it was cool because they, you know, it was probably like exposure to the Latin element as well. Getting Cuba, you know, because Ricky spoke in Spanish, a lot of traditional Cuban songs, and I mean, I I could go on and on. She had to testify before the um, the Huac. The, the House of Un-American yeah, Activity. Yeah. Yep. Because her grandfather was a communist and he wanted her to sign up for the communist. And she was just like, oh, all right. And just, you know. To oh, like, so her name was on the list yeah, when they went. Yeah. And there was actually a very moving uh, when Ricky or Desi testified. And he said that, you know, because because he's they, from Cuba, yeah, right? They left, yeah. They left before Fidel took yeah. over. Yeah, I mean, they escaped uh, by the. He was actually a, a, came from a very wealthy family, but they lost everything. So I mean, they were just like such Americans, you know. So, but anyway, 
That is that. All right, folks. Well, that'll do it uh, for this evening. It's been a nice, uh, nice first interview. I enjoyed it. Thank you. We're I very, enjoyed it as well. We're very fortunate to have uh, have my mom come out. I'm to so fortunate. I'm so fortunate. This is my seventh seventh journey out here. I'm getting really good at it. Yeah, you are. I just zip zip zip. I have uh, a lot of things that draw me here, and it's beautiful this time of year. This is the ve- this is the best time of year. It's the it's like a off of a Norman Rockwell print. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Well, we're happy to have you out here. Well, I'm happy to be here. All right. Love you. All right. I love you, too. Goodbye. Bye. All right. So thanks for listening to Grizzled this week. I hope you enjoyed uh, the talk that I had with my mom. If you like what you hear, go on to iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, leave uh, leave feedback. Let me know what you think. Also, I'm still running that offer. No takers yet. But if you email me at pladbunyan, P-L-A-I-D-B-U-N-Y-A-N, at gmail.com, give me your address. Drop me a line. I will send you a uh, a drawing, an original Gus Party drawing, quality not guaranteed. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Uh-huh.